Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. Often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. I am delighted to welcome filmmaker Priscilla Dean to the show. She's had films in the New York Cat Film Festival for two years running, all of them inspired by her Paradise Ranch Cat Sanctuary in Arizona. This year's entry is funnier than ever, but it turns out she isn't just a filmmaker. She's basically a cat saver. She's created a sanctuary for desperate house cats. That's what it says. Priscilla, you are an amazing filmmaker and a really wonderful artist, but do you see yourself as your number one job as cat mom to 75 in-house cats? Hi, Tracy. Well, it's a great pleasure, and thank you so much for the warm, fuzzy words. But to answer your question, yes. Uh, first and foremost, the cat sanctuary is my love. It's a labor of love, but uh, all these are my fur babies, and um, they are what keep me floating. And they, they clearly keep you very busy. 75 cats is a lot of cats. Some of them live in your house. Some of them live in an adjacent house. Then you have a, another building they live in and, and catios everywhere. Did you Are you one of those people that started with one cat and then it was like potato chips? Well, uh, I do have that sign on my door that life is like a bag of potato chips. You uh -oh. can't just have one. But someone, <laughs> uh, they changed it to um, you, can't just, you can't have just 50 so I think that that's about me. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started with actually nine cats when we were living in another adjacent city in an HOA neighborhood. And then we thought, uh-oh, we're going to get in trouble. We better move to a sanctuary. So we moved not far down the road. And uh, it's actually two acres, but one acre is the sanctuary itself. And the first thing we did, of course, was put up a proof uh, a cat really, uh, escape proof fence right a special fencing so the cats can't get out and coyotes can't get in before we ever brought over our first cat that's funny i remember i totally forgot the fact that on cat chat years ago and on dog talk and kitties too i used to talk about a product called perfect fence p-u-r-r -R, and you're pronounced yes. perfect the paradise ranch cat sanctuary right and that perfect fence was actually something i really encourage people to get and to be honest with you until the second I forgot all about it, but it's How something that's it? easy to put up and not, you know, cost prohibitive, but it allows, you don't have to build a complete catio. You can just fence in part of your property, right. or even it could be up against a house. Is that a product that you're familiar with or can people just, are you a do it your own type? 
Well, we did our own, but I know what you're talking about, and I think that is an excellent product. But what we did uh, is we hired a fencing person to come in. We based it on a sanctuary right up the road, another husband and wife team. No kidding. And what they, yeah, what they did was they put up uh, a six-foot cyclone fence, or actually they have an eight-foot, with a two-foot overhang at the top that's at a 45-degree exactly. angle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it works the same way as the perfect fence, but that's that's just how we did it. But like I said, it, that was vital before we ever brought over a first cat. And obviously a sanctuary where everyone's indoors couldn't have 75 cats. You you would all go mad, you and the cats. The fact right, that you exactly. could have them outdoors almost yes. year-round. What do you do in the brutal Arizona heat of summer? Well, we have um, the caddy shack is air-conditioned and it's heated. So there are cat doors that come in and out of that particular cat house. And the other two buildings are houses, so obviously they're, they're um, air-conditioned. Right, right. But we have a little building that we call a feral hotel. It's kind of like a Quonset hut, um, and it's only a few inches off the ground, and it's quite long. It's 20 feet long. We have these little kitty condos underneath, so they, the feral cats that we do have can go in their little condos, and it's perfectly safe for wow. them. Wow. And we have a portable evaporative cooler under there that really works well for the uh, summer desert heat. This is amazing. You really have adapted your entire property to make a lifetime home for these cats. Are any of them for adoption or that's 100% sanctuary? Well, I'd say it's about 99% um, unadoptable because the only time we adopt out anyone is if we happen to have kittens. I have one right now, a little tuxedo named Biscuit, who is getting ready to be uh, an intake to a well-known, um, a larger adoption agency here. But it's few and far between that we have kittens. So like I said, those are the ones that we've adopted out. Most of these cats came from actually... The first 45 cats that we got, other than our nine, were from a lady <laughs> Nine, that, she uh, says, sort of <laughs> covering her mouth with the number nine. I just only had nine, personally. Only yes, do nine. go on. I can't remember how long it's been since I only had nine. But there were, I used to be involved in TNR, Trap, Neuter, yep. and Return, mm-hmm. you know, before we got our sanctuary. And I came across a lady who... Uh, She and her husband lived in a regular neighborhood. They had 45 cats of their own. Mostly it was him taking in cats, and she used to say, Dear, you've got to stop taking them in. When I met her through TNR, he had just died, and she was in stage four of breast cancer. Oh, my Lord. So obviously she was facing her own demise. And uh, so she, she cried every time I talked to her because she was worried about you know, she only not only lost her husband, she was dying, and she was looking at 45 of her babies having to be put down because they were not really adoptable. They were old, beat up, that kind of thing. Yes, yes. So my mom and I put our heads together, and my mom says, you know, I have a little bit of an inheritance and oh. annuity. If you want it now, we can do it together. And I went, are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So that's what we did. We found a property, and we put up the fence, started our nonprofit. The day I called the woman to say, guess what? We are going to take all of your cats. She started crying for the obvious reason. But what I didn't know, it was her birthday. Oh, Priscilla, you gave me chills. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Because in the cancer world, having a birthday is a big deal. Yes. 
You know, you well, survived luckily, another year kind of thing. Yes, yeah, she did. She survived another year, and luckily she was able to come over here. It took about six months to get all the cats, little by little, to be brought over, make sure they're all spayed and neutered. We, no one sets a paw in here unless they're fixed first. I'm sure. And so she was able to actually come over and see her babies. The last time she came over, she said, oh, I know I'm going to cry, you know, when I see them. When I took her home, she said, oh, I didn't cry at all. They don't even remember me. They're Aww. so happy here and so well-adjusted. Everything's fine. Isn't that <laughs> lovely? So you gave her the peace of mind. But yes. also, I mean, and that is a big issue for people who take on the responsibility, whether it's for two or 200 animals, you right. got to have a, a contingency plan. Of course, in her case, life threw her a lot of curveballs. But how amazing right. that you and your mom could step up in that moment and solve a huge problem. It was. And it was really, it was a dream of ours. We, oh, we used darned. to email each other all the time. At this point, we were living together. We brought her from Florida to live with us to help take care of, care of her because she was 80 at that point. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, so, so it, like I said, it was a dream come true that we both had. And so You and your husband? You and your husband or you and your mom? No, my, my mom and I. My husband kind of came in kind of bewildered. <laughs> Can you blame <laughs> he, uh, the man? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he didn't really know what the heck we were up to. But um, so as we started saying, you know, let's, let's do this, we, we got serious. Then he came on board. And so he was the one that cleaned up the, the place first. He took all the carpet out. Can't have carpet with a cat sanctuary. Right. He built all these cool little condos and cat My houses goodness. and catios and all these things. It's like a Disneyland for cats. So that is his expertise. He, he likes to build all the cool stuff, and I do all the caretaking and litter cleanup and going to the vet and 101 other things. <laughs> do you, are you in any physical location where people where you've ever considered letting people come and visit and make a donation for the pleasure of we, seeing what you've created? We do from time to time. They have to do it by um, appointment. We try to keep a low profile on where we're located. You know how it is when people get wind. Oh, there's a cat sanctuary. Oh, Ooh, they start here, dropping them off. Yeah. Toss it over. Well, the, luckily, our place, why it is so perfect, Tracy, is because it's a flag lot. It's behind another house. You can't see the house from the street. So you have to know exactly where we are, <laughs> go up the football field link driveway, and there we are. And the sanctuary is behind our house. So it's, it's really an ideal location for a cat sanctuary. It sounds perfect. It just seems to me that while you couldn't inspire other people to take on a project as big as yours, somebody could be inspired to do a smaller version or even Absolutely. just the pleasure of seeing this creation of all these nooks and crannies and, and, and all right. these cats. I mean, to see that for people who love cats, you could certainly have busloads of Japanese tourists. They have <laughs> islands in Japan where they take a boat to the island to look right. at a lot of cats that are walking around. Yes. They love cats that much. They just want to I take know, a picture with the saying. cat. So I can only imagine to see this paradise, paradise that you've created for them. It must be something. Now, I, of course, had no idea that you were the person behind the ranch. I knew that you were this completely unusual, such a creative filmmaker oh, and laugh so out loud funny I thought, well, she's probably like, you know, professional in the film industry and she's doing this as her kind of side gag gig for fun. <laughs> but in fact, it's something, how did you develop into a filmmaker from this? Well, I am not a professional. I, I kind of 
lovingly refer to myself as a professional, you know, as tongue in cheek. We're all about cat puns. Yes. Um, my husband and he was actually a SAG actor in LA. Oh, and, no kidding. Uh, well, but of course, he doesn't act in any of this, but he does have the film background. So he does some of the lighting for me and that sort of thing. Um, I've always had a lifelong uh, affinity for filmmaking, but never was a pro. I've done odds and ends, you know, done extra work and done PA work and all that in L.A. and in Orlando. But um, I never got into it, like I said, professionally. But it's something I've always loved to do, especially editing. And the idea came to me of... Wouldn't it be fun to have the cats actually be in uh, a video series where it's all about them, the adventures that they get into, and but have them tell the story, not a person. Nobody wants to see me on camera, but they would love to see a cat, especially when they talk. So the first prototype I did was about five years ago, uh, and it was not a parody of a TV show or a film as they now are. It was just, what are the cats getting up to? you know, today. And right. uh, we, d we didn't have their mouths moving. We still had the speech bubbles, which to me was imperative, so that people would know what cat is talking, yes, what they're saying, sure. mm -hmm. and that you don't miss the spelling, the wordplay, the, the puns. Uh, I used to do closed captioning in LA, so that was oh, another love oh, my for goodness. mine too. So I, you know, I, I always had that in mind that I would love our videos to be accessible to the hearing impaired as well. So uh, the first one we did, their mouths weren't moving, and then I have a production assistant who, who also helped me, uh, help take care of my mom in her later years. But uh, we, ca she came up with the idea of let's put just a dab of food on their lips to make their lips move. Yes, yes. So it simulates talking, unlike Mr. Ed with uh, the peanut butter. Is that what they do with Mr. Ed? Because they do that with dogs, too. I figured, yeah, they did that yeah. with Mr. Ed back in the day, and I went, uh, no peanut butter no for peanut cats. No peanut butter for cats, but there's always <laughs> cat pate from a can yeah, or from a pouch, right, just which works perfectly. Bit. Well, the, the OK Corral one this year where they, they're wearing, they have, you know, there's a shooting tail and cowboy hats, <laughs> and they're in a saloon. I mean, it's so great, but the one from last year when it's old ladies running a cat fighting ring, it's so funny because you think, oh, dog fighting rings, horrible, terrible, bad people. And you have this completely tongue-in-cheek thing of these old canasta-playing ladies that put a, a cardboard box on the floor, put the cats in it to have a fight. Of course, the cats just jump right out and want no part of it. Well, But it's adorable, I, Priscilla. Was one of them your I mom? I tell you. I hate to tell you, that wasn't me. It wasn't you? No. Uh, what am I, crazy? You're kidding me. That I, wasn't your movie? No, but it sure sounds great. I think How because the, terrible the of cats, me. I just thought well, it was. The cats in OK Corral are playing Go Fish, which is, you know, it's got that similar little thing you were talking about. But I thought, did I enter one last year? No, I entered Cat Fight to you about two years ago, but because the Oh, COVID, right. We had to put it off. Yes. But, well, but that's totally embarrassing. I'm going to have to give that filmmaker a shout-out at some point. It was also right. hilarious, but the cats didn't have thought bubbles, and they didn't talk. We want to make sure, before we run out of time, to tell people that you have a YouTube channel called Adventures in Paradise, and these cats are actors in recreated old-fashioned movies that everybody knows quite well, and it's just right. delightful. I mean, it's so fun and funny, and is that a good um, fundraising tool for you? Well, that's what it's going to be. Um, I'm, 
the original idea was that I was going to try to sell the videos for $10. That went over like a lead balloon, probably because <laughs> there are so many cat videos on the Internet. So I thought, okay, er, plan B. We'll just do a, a, you put them all on YouTube. I, I release one every two months because it takes about two months to make one 10-minute oh, episode. But um, so once we get enough subscribers, so I would really like to encourage everybody to go on Adventures in Paradise YouTube channel, watch all the videos that we have. We have more than just the uh, the web series. We've got a few other things on oh, there nice. too. Oh, nice. But uh, they're called clogs. You you know what a uh, a vlog is? A yes. Video blog. Well, we have clogs. That's a cat vlog where the That's cats great. are talking directly to the camera. <laughs> Same idea. Right. But they're talking about things that are going on in the in the cat world, things that are going here on here at Paradise Ranch. But um, you know, like I said, it's it's a little unique. But the more people who subscribe and watch our videos, eventually we'll be able to get some fundraising elements via YouTube. But that's Probably a little ways down the road. But it's it's worth it for people to have the pleasure of it because they're so unusual oh, and you. so creative and so cat-centric and so perfect <laughs> for cat lovers. We have run out of time. So I'll okay. put a link to Adventures in Paradise, the YouTube channel, when we, when we podcast this so that people can find it easily. Keep up the great work. I'm looking forward to another movie for next year's Cat Film Festival. So... Put your thinking cap it. on and bring us one. Thank you so much, Priscilla Dean, for the well, wonderful things you're doing for cats and for cat lovers. Thank you so much, Tracy. I really appreciate the opportunity, and my, my hat is off to you for all you do. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based as in many cat foods, which can compromise cat's health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.